0: Good morning and welcome back to Kuby's commentary for the week of August 30th, 2021. On Friday, at the Jackson Hole Economic Symposium, Chairman Powell delivered the message that whereas tapering is coming, the Delta variant makes the timing uncertain. He also made it clear that the plan to taper does not suggest that any interest rate increases are contemplated in the near term. In brilliant messaging, he also added that the prospects are good for continued progress toward maximum employment. In other words, with easy money and an improving economy, it makes the perfect cocktail for the stock market party to continue. Indeed, the S&P 500 finished the week at a new record high after gaining 1.52%, while the yield on the 10-year Treasury inched up 5 basis points to 1.31%. Small caps fared the best, with the Russell 2000 surging 5.05 percent, although still trading below the high set in March. With share prices the same after six months of spectacular earnings growth, we believe there are terrific bargains to be found in a well-constructed portfolio of small-cap value stocks. Crude oil and gold both rallied, while the dollar slipped about one percent. The recent economic data provided some warning signs that support the need for continued easy money as consumer spending growth slowed to a modest 0.3% in July. When combined with the previous week's release that showed a sharp drop in consumer sentiment, it is becoming clear that the consumer is feeling some stress, both from the Delta variant and from the sharply rising cost of goods and services. We understand that there is no such thing as a free lunch, and that one day there will be a substantial price to pay for the $7 trillion increase in government debt and related expansion of the Fed's balance sheet. Additionally, we recognize the Herculean task that Chairman Powell faces. Robert Z. Aliber, the economist for whom we have the utmost respect, believes that a bond market storm of historic proportions is brewing because of the current monetary policy. In his recent client letter, Professor Aliber suggested Jerome Powell will go down in the history books as the worst ever chair of the Federal Reserve. He will displace Bill Miller from this dubious distinction. Before Powell's first term is over in February 2022, The U.S. inflation rate will be in the range of 8 to 10 percent. The inflation rate now is over five percent. When Arthur Burns was chair of the Fed from 1970 to 1978, he said that the U.S. inflation rate then in the four or five percent range was a result of supply side shocks, the disappearance of the anchovies off the coast of Peru, the oil price increases, the bad wheat harvest in Russia. Powell has a different chapter in the same playbook with the shortage of computer chips, the lumber shortage, the marriage of Russia to the OPEC cartel, the blockage of the Suez Canal by the container freighter of the Ever Given, the shortage of freight containers in China, the cessation of auto production in April and May 2020 because of the pandemic, the closure of meat packing plants because of the pandemic, etc., etc. A Fed chairman can never acknowledge that the source of the problem is that the monetary aggregates have increased rapidly on his watch. Professor Oliver also points out. That the ultra dovish monetary policy will likely continue for the rest of 2021 and beyond he says changes in monetary policy are like trying to change the course of a massive aircraft carrier it takes a long time for the carrier to slow after the decision has been made to slow the carrier he also states the fed is in the middle of a pre-announcement stage about reducing the amount of its monthly purchases of treasury securities and mortgage-backed securities and that this phase is likely to continue until at least February 2022, when President Biden must decide whether to reappoint Powell as the chair of the Fed. And the earliest the Fed might begin to taper is the spring of 2022, six months away. Tapering is a slow process because the Fed does not want to disrupt the bond markets. So, it will reduce its bond purchases to $60 billion a month, then to $50 billion a month, Etc., etc., as these are guesses designed to illustrate the process. However, all in all, it may not be till February 2023 that the Fed has finished its bond tapering process. If the Fed tapers too swiftly, there is the risk that investors will sell a significant amount of their holdings of bonds. The implication is that the Fed's expansive policies will be adding to the liquidity of the economy for at least 18 more months. Professor Aliber's outlook suggests that investors would be well-advised to own equities that will perform best during periods of high inflation, and to have an allocation to hard assets such as copper, gold, timber, and real estate, as well as heavily skew one's fixed income holding to short-term tips or treasury inflation-protected securities. Turning to this week, most of the economic reports are expected to show modest softening, starting with the Chicago Business Barometer on Tuesday, followed by the Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index on Wednesday and Services Purchasing Managers Index on Friday. The most significant release will be the jobs report for August on Friday, with the consensus forecast suggesting the economy added 781,000 positions with the unemployment rate edging down to 5.2% from 5.4% the month earlier. COVID-19 news will perhaps be the most important storyline as the school year commences while cases surge for the youth demographic. And some states impose restrictions to combat the spread for example effective august 30th in illinois all teachers must be vaccinated and individuals two and up must wear a mask in indoor public places such as restaurants gyms and grocery stores turning to stocks on the move our top gainer last week up 26.7 percent was madison square garden entertainment corp uh, the company rallied last week after reporting second quarter revenue of 99 million dollars up almost a thousand percent year over year and beating consensus estimates by almost 29 million million. the beat reflected the return of live events to the company's performance venues and additionally msge announced the official return of the christmas spectacular starting the radio city Rockettes, with 163 shows scheduled for the 2021 holiday season Our next big mover was Build-A-Bear Workshop, BBW, up 21.4% last week. And Build-A-Bear reported another quarter of outstanding results last week with earnings per share of $0.43 and revenue of $94.7 million, up 134.4% year-over-year and beating consensus estimates by $13.7 million. In addition to raising its full-year 2021 guidance, The company expects its third quarter e commerce demand to remain flat with last year's third quarter while still representing triple digit growth over 2019. Our next stock on the move, up 18% last week, was Movado Group, Inc. ticker MOV. And Movado Group reported record second quarter earnings on Friday of $0.82 per share and revenue of $173.87 million. Movado.com e-commerce grew over 70% versus the same period in the prior year, and overall performance was driven by design innovation and powerful marketing programs. Companies that were also up over 10% last week with no significant company news were Evolution Petroleum Corp, ticker EPM, up 15%, Century Casinos Inc, ticker CNTY, up 15.6%, and NAPCO Security Technologies, ticker NSSC, up 10.7%. That concludes this week's Kubi's commentary. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Have a good one.
1: Securities are offered through Mid-Atlantic Capital Corporation, a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through North Star Investment Management Corp., a registered investment advisor. North Star Investment Management Corp. is not a subsidiary or control affiliate of Mid-Atlantic Capital Corporation. The information provided in this commentary is not an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to purchase any security, product, or brokerage service. The information is not intended to be used as the basis for investment decisions, nor should the information be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of any investor. This commentary is presented to illustrate examples of the securities that North Star Investment Management Corporation and or its affiliates may have bought for client accounts and the diversity of markets in which North Star Investments may invest and may not be representative of current or future investments. You should not assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly in this commentary will be profitable or will equal to any corresponding performance levels that might be indicated. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments in securities involve risks, including the possible loss of the principal invested. Northstar and others associated with it, including employees, may have positions in and affect transactions in securities of companies mentioned or indirectly referenced in this commentary. Northstar may buy, sell, or hold these securities in proprietary or client accounts. Northstar will not be providing regular updates or advising you of any changes in the views expressed herein. Investors should consider their investment objectives, risk tolerance, and financial situation and needs before investing in any security. Tax considerations, commissions, fees, and other costs should be carefully evaluated with one's investment and or tax advisors. Information provided is obtained from sources deemed to be reliable, but Northstar cannot guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information. This material may not be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted to any other person in whole or in part without the prior written consent of North A copy of North Investment Management Corporation's Form ADV brochure, privacy notice, and business continuity plan summary can be obtained by calling 312-580-0900.